0: And gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast. On today, today is Monday. I hope y'all are having an amazing and awesome Monday. Um, I hope y'all will have an amazing and awesome Monday. Um, today we're gonna finish breaking anxiety grip because you know, last week was God had me going somewhere else. I did a devotional, I did a praise so we're gonna to try to get finished with this breaking anxiety grip so today we're at day four and it's talking about what i dread the most what i do, what are you what do you dread the most okay that's what it's talking about today and the scripture is coming from ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 and it states when we allow the spirit we rely the spirit of fear to operate our life. It is like we are putting a cast iron on a putting a cast on an arm or a leg that doesn't need it. We are all we are allowing it to immobilize us and hinder us from effective living in the center of the peace that God has offered us. <clears throat> we are not alone in our struggles. Scripture gives an example of Bill Great who struggled with fear. Consider Job, he was devoted to God and hate evil. Through Satan doing all of Job's livestock and Shepherd would kill his children would kill when a great wind leveled his son's house. And Jacob, I mean not Jacob, Job was struck with painful sores over over his entire body. Oh, okay. What I fear, what I fear has come upon me. What I had dread has happened to me. I have no peace, I have no quietness, I have no rest. But only turmoil. Job chapter 3 verse 25 through 26. This this is in the NIV version. Emphasize as the the personal picture of disaster that Job had held in his heart. Made it easy for him to paint himself into the picture frame. When the sequence of events came to pass. So you know like what you dread the most. Like oh what if I'm not. You know you're always thinking about. This ain't gonna work out. Or maybe you feel. Maybe you dread like. Something's going to happen to your kids or whatever the case may be. Don't be painting it inside because you keep painting it. You keep thinking on it and it's going to manifest. It will eventually happen. So don't do that. Um, Scriptures repeatedly command, do not fear. The scripture repeatedly command, do not fear. Do not fear. Do not not be afraid. Do not worry. Be anxious for nothing. In Ephesians chapter 6, Verse 12 reminds us that all that our real struggle take place in the spiritual realm. According to Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, we must guard against the spirit of fear. Job devastating situation underscore a critical truth. Our thoughts have power. So when I be telling you how the enemy plays with them thoughts, so you have to learn how to cast down them thoughts. You better start learning how to cast down them thoughts. Um learn how to like dev you a lie. I can remember I be in my car, and then something I would be I would live and not die because I work. the Lord, i will be like, even though i be at work sometimes, but sometimes i will be like, I just get to think that you're alive, I will have not die because the works of the Lord God And not give me a spirit of fear, but a power of the inside my every organ, every tissue, every cell, every muscle in my body functions the way God designed to function. There's no bad genes, nothing in my body will interfere the way I, I be on it. Because the enemy will try to put stuff in there. Oh, if you just sit there, you just meditate and you just think about it over and over and over and over, eventually it's gonna plant and it's gonna happen. So it's saying, um what do you say he said we must guard against the spirit of your joke yeah Job devil underscore a corruptive. our thoughts have power that means our thoughts or we think has power thoughts remember the enemy comes in and he try to play that's why your mind you have to stay rooted in the word of god you have to beat your mind feed your soul i have this is what i'm going to start doing i prefer for you to start listening to i don't care if you just find a pastor listen to it on a day to day basis that way you can um you're feeding your soul you're feeding your heart you're feeding you're feeding the inner man you're feeding yourself you're feeding your mind um i can't remember how that can be oh it can really happen i'm gonna put it our thoughts have power i have to i can catch myself mm, i have to catch myself daily devil you a lie or oh, that's not gonna happen um i remember one day my son said your mom gonna go out here and um have a wreck or oh the devil said that your mom gonna go ahead have a wreck or you um somebody gonna come here and shoot you and i was like that's nobody but, and he said, I know. I said, okay then, you better learn how to cast that thing down. I said, if you're mama my mom will come home safe and sound, or oh, well, ain't nobody gonna come in here. I, I had to tell him, I said, Anybody gonna come in here. We got angels all around this house. We got angels guarding our door. So you have to, you know, even kids, you got to, kids are so vulnerable, but we have, you, but that's why you have to must have a relationship so that way your kids can come tell you things, you know, like mine do. okay. The enemy ushers, usher trials into our life when we agree with the spirit of fear instead of god's truth so the, he comes in oh he he all he needed to do all he needed just a little bitty, bitty bitty crack and he comes in um that's all he needs that's it all you got to do is just to entertain the thought and he got you that's all but god tell us not to do that remember that our thoughts have power um and say god does not promise we won't have God was promised we won't, we won't experience difficult situations, I mean, circumstances, yet when we fear or worry about something, we're more likely, we're most likely to look for evidence to confirm we have a reason to fear. We have a reason to fear. Meaning like, I okay, let me tell you about this. I, I, um, i told y'all about how much I get in stamps and, um, I have this, you know, whatever about this fear of not having enough. So every time I go on my icebox. <laughs> I was like, God, me and my kids going to always eat. We're going to always have groceries here. We're always going to have something to eat. You know, I had to tell myself that because he would come in, and he would come in and have you all over the place. So one day I was on my way to work, and God said, look at those birds. And those birds were just eating, just having a good old time. And he said, if you keep your eyes on he said, everywhere I went, just remember the birds. I don't care if you ain't got nothing in, there, in your house. God said, read Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 34. I had to do that for the longest. Remember the birds. And I was like, and I could see the birds having a good old time. Not worried. They was not worried about one thing, but they always had something to eat. And he said, just like those birds eat, your, your kids going to eat. So every day I kept saying, we'll have something to eat. We'll have something to eat. And what happened? We got something here to eat. I thank God for it. It was nobody but God. That's all I can say. Nobody but God. But we have to just understand. That's why He tell us, when yet we do not need to fear, do not be afraid, don't worry, don't be anxious for nothing. God got this. Yes, He said we might not. God said He did not promise. God did not promise that we won't have that we won't experience difficult situation. But yet when the situation come, He don't want us to fear. He don't want us to worry about nothing. Give it to Him. And He's gonna take care of me, like, yet yeah, we fear or worry about something we're more likely to look for evidence to confirm. We have a reason to fear, <laughs> excuse me. We need to stop. Um, I had to stop myself yesterday, I was worried about something. I said, No, I'm not, no, I am not, I'm not gonna worry about that. No, I'm not. And I had to tell myself, Please, stop it. Even my kids sometimes tell, Please, mom, stop. So i was like, Okay, let me just stop. Then once I get Alpha, shoot, I was okay, but we have to learn how to just control our way of thinking. Our thoughts have power, so whatever man it, so is this he. <laughs> okay. Okay. God understands our humanness. He's looking for an attitude of humanity a willingness to trust him, despite how difficult or circumstances appear, and faith that say, you are God and I am not, so I will trust you. Meaning like I told y'all preach, God said, let me tell God show me then I trust you. God said, trust me first. All I want to do is trust, believe, have a relationship with me. And all the things that you say you wanted that your heart so desire, all those things that you say you want, Lord, I wish I had a house. Lord, I want my business to do all this. This whatever the case. Just trust me. All you need to do is walk by faith. Walk by faith. Like yesterday, I was worried about something, but honey I got in the groove of things. I said, No, I'm not. I'm going to do what I set my mind to do, even though I, up like almost, hmm, what time did I stay up to like almost 11, almost close to 11, about 10, 13, 14 something when I got in bed, because I had to finish my project. I finished my business, meaning I finished, I finished putting products, I haven't really finished putting all of it, but I got it up and running, my Shopify store, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do, and I put forth the effort. I said, this is, this is it. I said, okay, God, I trust you, because I kept saying I need to stop procrastinating. I need to stop doing this. Just step out there on faithfully and just go with it, and that's what I did. I step out there. I put it out there. All I can do is just trust God and He'll Bring me business. That's it. All we got to do is just trust Him. That's all God wants us to do. Just trust and believe he's gonna do what he said he's gonna do. But we had to take the initiative to be like, I'm gonna walk by faith no matter what situation, difficulty may come up. What if somebody um uh, go to y'all go to your job or whatever? And um the boss said, I'm gonna cutting your hours. I'm gonna cut your hours today. So we don't need you today. We can, you can go home. Where they say you can go home, what you gonna do? You are you gonna cry? Are you gonna be stressing, worry? The human part, the human part of us would be like, what the? You wanna cuss everybody out? You probably like, I know that they didn't. You know, you might have a moment. I'm like, I can't believe you probably cry. But like, I can't believe they cut my. They gonna see me. You might have a moment, a quick second moment. Put it that way. But then you got to like, okay, God, let me trust you. They cut my out. Okay, that means I might not be do this, do that. But God trusts you. You just gotta be like God trust you. And God will open up a door, you'd be like, Oh my but you just gotta give it to him. Whenever the enemy try to come back and be like, Oh, this is not gonna work. Uh look at look at um uh, You sure you trust God? You sure? You sure you trust him? Uh, uh, I trust God because that's when the enemy comes in like that's why you got your house cut, because you're talking about you trust God and all that type. So what? So I'ma trust God. Yes, I am gonna trust God in this situation, and that's all you can do. I um, I can remember um, uh, this people, this people that I work with. Some people have cancer, you know, they have them up there doing COVID. Some people have other illnesses, you know. Some people have to take care of their family, or whatever. And I said, that's the right one. I said, if I If like this one lady, um, she had to take off, she's a single mom, she had to take off because her daughter had to have surgery. And they were making a hissy fit because they wouldn't let this lady work home. She had to have surgery on her ACS. She couldn't move, she couldn't do nothing. So they were telling her that she needed to come to work. She couldn't take off. I was like, oh, that's what they do. (laughs) That's what they do. And I told her, take care of your kid, go go do what you gotta do for your daughter i said some lord forbid if something happened to you where you could not work no more or you know whatever they're gonna replace you just as fast as you got this job i said go take care of your daughter don't be don't you worry about it god gonna take care don't you worry yo so that's why i told don't you worry about nothing even though I don't know her finance situation, I really didn't care. But I always tell her, don't worry, take care of your kids. Your kids are your priority. Yes, everybody needs a job so we can pay a bill. But know who your know who your provider is. Know who your God is. And I told her this. She was like, okay. She took care of her daughter. She was off for almost like three weeks. I told her, don't you worry about it. You, your kids. Your kids are priorities. Like that. She's like, okay, if it was me, I'm taking care of my there ain't gonna be no question, but she can't. Okay, okay. Mhm. i be. I'm not coming in. Just letting you know. And it's like people. I know people. We have to. I know people. We have to have to be at work. I know. it's like a business, but I just want people to understand. If it was them in that situation, they'll take off in a heartbeat. It won't be no question. It won't be nothing. I gotta go take care of my kid. but blah, blah blah blah. Whatever the case may be. But you got to understand. You got to have compassion for people. Yes, I know. Doing this time, it's hard to find teachers. I know it's hard to find substitute teachers. I know it is hard for everybody, but you got to have compassion. You got to be like, okay, be like, yes, go take care of your daughter. Whatever you know, you got to have that compassion because you never know how to take my turn. return. It might be you one day be like, I tell you, and where they treat you like you treat this person. You know, you always got to, it's how you treat people. That's when I go to work, I don't care. Now, I don't care if one person don't speak to me. That's how I see it. I walk in the door. And where before before I walk into my school, into the building, I pray. I ask God to help me. Because people there while I work, at, they don't care about you. They don't care. They always tell me, it's me. I by employees. employees. That's a lie. Um, I'm from experience. I have seen stuff, and I know stuff. Um, it's like they don't care. They say they care, but they really don't care. Um, you have to do what's right for you because if it was me, my this situation, and my kids need me, they have certain. I'm not gonna be here in a poem. I'm not gonna say explain myself. Tell you about it. Nothing. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to take care of my daughter. She got to have surgery. This where going to go. How long are you going to be I don't know. i let you know after surgery. What the doctor like. You know. But that would just be me. But we have to know. No no matter what No matter what difficulties or situations appear. And it. it peer. Just know. Just know. You are not God. And I'm not. God is God. And you're not. So you will trust him. That means you'll trust God no matter wet. I remember when I was just me and my kids by myself. Which is how I always be. When me and my kids first moved when we moved to Longview not first, but when I left their dad and we moved to this apartment. I remember like it was yesterday. Moved to this apartment. I was like, okay. And then I had got I was working at the convenience store. And my son got sick. Real sick. They had messed up. Uh, they had rushed, rushed one of his bands around the spinal cord when they did a lumbar puncture. So I was like, Oh my God! Like what the? You know, like what the devil? Like what? You know. So we had to get him lifelighted to to Dallas. Okay. This is the situation. So they so called dad came. <laughs> their dad played it. Their dad came. It was like, "What did you do? To blame me?" I remained calm. But at that moment, like I had blacked out because I said, "If I had that gun, if I could get that cop gun, I would have shot him." But then I was like, "If I did that, then he to take my kid." So I was like, "You know, hey, you know, how you had that little moment." Okay, so we got to, had to get in the helicopter, and he drove my vehicle to Dallas. But I went had a way back, so I was like, "Okay, he had to drive my car." I didn't want him touching, nothing on mine. You know, you you know, I didn't want him to do nothing. So we got there, he was like, what's with this? this honey? I said, ask the doctor. because at that point, we in Dallas and I I, I can't act food because I don't know nothing about Dallas, I was like, whatever. So we got in the car. At this point, I had no driver's license because dealing with that dad, my license got suspended. So I was like, look, I ain't have no license. I'm <laughs> just driving no license. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, all the time. Oh, Lord. But I was like, okay, so we got the dad and they figured out what's going on with it. they sent us home like a day later whatever. So I was like, okay. So we got there. Chris is in the back, sleep, rested. And and when I got into my car, I see that he was probing through stuff, just looking for stuff. Like, what the, I didn't say nothing. I was like, Lord, just give me back to long, Beach. I drove so fast in that car. I know I passed like three state troopers. I was flying. You talking about somebody flying? I was flooring the mess out that car. I had to get him out of my vehicle. You got him out, and you like, they went up by, I just, just left. I ain't got time. you so going through my stuff, and I got, I don't have time for that. Real, like, really, truly, then did, I didn't have time. I was like, Lord, I like, thank you Jesus. I got back here <laughs> safely. Oh, thank you, Jesus! No, I got back, and I went to go pick up my other two kids because I gave this lady, you know, she had watched my other two kids. So I went and got them. We all went home. Whatever did we had to do? But at that moment, I had to be like God. I don't know what to do. I was in church. Don't get me wrong; I was in church. But then I'm like, how could this happen to my son? How could this happen to me? You know, all this type of stuff. But during the situation. I said, okay, I trust you because he got me home safely. I didn't get put over by no cops. Thank you, Jesus. He got me there safely. So, we just got to, no matter what the situation is. Oh, and then, during that situation, this lady tried to, forgot to tell you about this. So, after my son got sick and I couldn't work, you know, I had to take care of my kid. This lady fired me. I, I could not believe. I was mad. I'm like, okay. But during this time, I, I could not work. But every bill in my house got paid, rent got paid. I did not have a job for almost like six months and everything, me and my kids did not lack. Not one thing, no food, no money, nothing. God was there, we didn't lack not one thing. And the purpose of me telling you is that even though the situation, no matter, it was difficult, it was, trust me, I was scared, I was like, Lord, don't, don't worry me, do stress. I was upset because I was like, I can't believe this. You're fire me, and I gotta take care of my kids. She did. And a couple of months later, she lost her job. So you know how the tables turn? I always remember the tables do turn. So that was my little story. But it said, thank you. Thank you, Father, for being our strength and peace. Thank you for caring about every detail of our life. Lift the weight of worry off our shoulders. Help me to cast all my cares on you. Confident that you co- confident that you will comfort and provide in every situation in Jesus' name. Ask God every morning when you wake up, Lord, take the weight of this world, worry, stress uh, off of my shoulder and give it all to him. Don't give, give it to him, then pick it back up, catch it all, say, here you go, Jesus. I'm not going to deal with that today. Uh, here you go, God, this is what I'm dealing with. Get your journey, just write down your thoughts, Write us like, do whatever, do whatever it takes to help you get through the day. And that's what I do. Okay, it's safe. The verse is. A vision chapter six verse twelve it says, "For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the ruler, against authority, against the power of darkness, power of dark world, and against the spiritual force of evil in the heavenly realm. The enemy. Remember, we gotta go to war, spiritual warfare. I mean like when the enemy comes in, they start doing our, No, we're not having that. Call it. I mean, on my kids, but they would call me and tell me all kinds of stuff with." The, Cause even to the devil go back to hell, but, and they know how to do it, but you know sometimes they just need me to pray for them and tell them it's gonna be okay, baby. And that's what I do. So um, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. And I hope you have an amazing, awesome Monday. And just know. Watch how you think, because your thought has power. Your thoughts have power. And also, um, I will put into this little link, into my little bio, that I have a Shopify account. And if you see anything, I haven't really put all the products up there just yet. But I will have some shirts um, for my podcast soon, um, coming soon. So, if you would like to purchase anything, just go to my Shopify account and i will link it into the bio so until next time ladies and gentlemen i hope you have an amazing and awesome monday be blessed